We're your hosts, Lizzie Kondravi and Brooke Volkert, and welcome to the All-American Dream Podcast. Today, we have Alex Mackelberg with Alexandra McKenzie Marketing Company. If you've ever been a guest on the podcast, you've interacted with Alex through our, our emails. Alex helps us with our systems, our processes, our marketing, social media, all around. This is her second time on the podcast. It is. Yeah. I'm oh, my you, gosh. I know. I know. And that was before your time with my with, own company. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. So she owns her own marketing company where she helps real estate agents and teams, not even necessarily even, I mean, because you have other podcasts too, clients. Yeah, I have other podcast clients. I have photographers and lifestyle bloggers and a lot of different, it's been super fun to work with people in different industries. Obviously, most of my experience comes from real estate. I have seven years of marketing marketing experience in the real estate space, but I've worked with a lot of different business owners in the last several months, and it's been super fun to kind of keep things fresh and to not always be real estate all the time. But I can also bring that to my real estate clients and think outside of the typical real estate box. Exactly. And so if you were at our women's event this last week, she was the one who led our vision board goal. Workshop. Yeah. Goal setting workshop for 2022. Ramp up to 2022. Mm-hmm. So today, Alex is going to take us through that if you weren't able to make it or if you weren't a, a woman. No, I'm <laughs> kidding. But you're going to take us through the steps on how you can do this at home. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. For sure. So um, I would encourage you guys while you're listening along to take out a notebook and to kind of take some notes. And we talk about five different steps um, throughout this whole process. So the first step being where are you at now? So before you start working on a vision board, um, it's important to think about like where you're at currently in your life so you can kind of mold your goal around where you're at right now. So really getting a good understanding, taking that helicopter view of your life um, and figuring out how satisfied you are um, so you can bring balance um, into your life. So um, some different aspects of your life that you can think about rating on a scale of one to 10 um, would be health, relationships, money, career and business, personal growth, hobbies and lifestyle, home and travel, and literally just write, just draw out, a, draw out a scale or a line and just mark on that line how satisfied you are with that part of your life. And by doing this, like I said, you're going to have a visual representation of your like current life balance. Um, and it's going to help you see the areas in your life that you need attention, you need to pay more attention to um, and kind of where your goals should be set. Yeah. And it's really nice too, to see like, okay, actually things aren't so maybe like if you're feeling like so out of like in ah, ca- just chaos all ca- the time. Yeah, that maybe there's parts of your life being like, actually, they're not. This is what really balanced. So this part, yes, we need more work on that. But this is actually, you know, giving yourself grace. It's not horrible. Mm-hmm. And I think I have a hard time sectioning out the different aspects of my life and figuring out like, okay, I'm. I think I just think of my life as a whole. And like, if I feel like a hot mess, I think that like Lizzie's. I feel like everything's a hot mess in my life, but. This is a great activity prior to doing a vision board, but also just like a good recurring activity to do in your life just to kind of check in with yourself every once in a while and see where you feel like you're thriving and where you feel like you're not doing so well. And also, it's not always going to be the stuff that's super lowly, like rated really, really low. It might be the things that you're like moderately happy with that by increasing those, you're going to improve the other areas of your life as well. Mm -hmm. So very well said. And also just taking that time to celebrate what you are being good at and make sure you give yourself credit when you're doing this. You can also be really honest with yourself too. And so you don't have to share this with anybody. It's a very intimate, like personal thing. Yeah. So just keep it in your notebook and revisit it. And you'll be so proud of yourself and amazed as to how much growth you've had. If you look at it every quarter, 
three years or three months from now, it could be a completely different thing. Yeah. Or help you out being like, okay, I need to go back in that Peloton because that was a goal (laughs) of mine. And you know, yep. All right. So what's next? What is step two? Step two is kind of where do you want to go? So looking at those different scales of like how happy you are in the different aspects of your life, what does that 10 out of 10 feel like to you? So if you rated something a three out of 10, okay, well, what for your health, what does that 10 out of 10 life feel like for you? What does it look like? Um, what could you do to get yourself to that point is a really important thing to think about. So the reason that we're going through all these different steps I should have mentioned at the beginning is a vision board is more than just like a collage of pretty pictures and words and random things that you found that look like a ransom note, um, which, hey, to each their own, if that's your vibe, that's totally okay. <laughs> but I think that there's more power in a vision board and manifesting your goals and your visions for the year. Um, so I think by taking the time before you just slap a bunch of stuff on a cork board to really think about where you're at in your life and where you want to go and the goals for the year, um, that's why we're doing these different steps. But take some time now to really think about the last year. And obviously 2020 and 2021 has been a struggle for a lot of people in a lot of different aspects. So I think it's really important. And I do this on a monthly basis. I reflect on where my life is at and I've tried to be really purposeful about that time and intentional about that. Um, But take some time to reflect on some of these questions. So what could you use more of in your life? What could you use less of in your life? What do you want to achieve this year? What does the perfect day look like for me? How do I want to feel this year? And by doing this, you're going to think about what really lifts you up and what energizes you. And you really want to use this as a focal point for what your goals should be for the following year. And I'm going to say this again, like back to the last point, like you do not have to share this with anybody. Mm -hmm. So like talking about like, don't feel stupid if you're like, what I could use more of this year is truthfully like eating more cookies because (laughs) I really limited myself or like what I could use more of this year is like making nail appointments. Mm -hmm. Like it sounds superficial, but if that's like really something that's going to help you achieve your goals, like be really specific, I feel like, and Mm -hmm. honest about like what really could you use more or less of? Mm-hmm. Well, and I had like yesterday the trouble of what I could use less in my life because like that's a really big like you have to be honest. Mm-hmm. What really is that? Like saying that and then when you write it down on paper mm-hmm. is like a whole different, you know, or like thinking it, you know, like mm-hmm. you can think things and be like, oh, yeah, OK. yeah, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And then still go on day to day. So, yeah. You know, honesty is the best policy. (laughs) It is. And being honest with yourself, I think, is a skill that you can always improve upon. And I've really tried to be, like I said, more intentional this year about checking in with myself and being aware of what's going on in my life and what I need more of and less of. And it's not something that comes super easily to a lot of people. And it's just something you can continue to work on. And that's why I said doing this on a quarterly basis is going to help you. You're going to see how much you've improved over the months by doing it on a regular basis, too. So the next part of it is obviously the most important part is thinking about your goals for the year. So a vision board without thinking about your goals and intentions is really, like we said, just a a collage of pretty things. Um, So now you can take some time to think about the goals that you want to achieve and what you want to be inspired to do this this coming year. So your vision board is ultimately going to act as your guide to be your focal point throughout the year. Um, So it's going to keep you on track when hopefully the point is to keep you on track when the going gets tough, when you kind of lose track of yourself halfway through the year, which a lot of us do. We start the year year out really strong and we have all these intentions of doing all this stuff. And then life kind of smacks us in the face and we get off track. And I think that having a vision board and regularly revisiting that board really helps serve as a focal point and really um, keep you on track when the going gets tough. 
So also, you said something yesterday, Alex, that really um, resonated with me is having a word. Yeah. So that was something I was introduced to two years ago, I think. It was instead of setting a New Year's resolution was to pick a word for the year. And at first I was like, seems kind of like, what do you mean a word? Like I'm supposed to pick one word that just like is going to change my life. And it's like, I think whenever I think of vision, vision setting, like goal planning and all that, I feel like I have to think so big. Like, and that's what I think stresses a lot of people out about goal planning is that they have to be these big lofty goals. And then when you don't achieve those goals, you feel like you failed. And then you don't do it again because you don't want to because no, no one likes it. Yeah, no. And so what I was introduced to is picking a word for the year. And the person who introduced it to me, they said, just like, don't, don't think like, don't even think about it. Don't like force yourself to pick a word. Just in the next couple of weeks, try to pay attention to what's happening around you and different words that you keep seeing. And I was like, okay, whatever. So I left. And literally from that day on for like two weeks, I kept seeing the same word over and over again. And I was like, what in the heck is going on? And so I chose that as my word for the year. And it ended up being such a pivotal point in my life to really think about it that way and to focus on a word versus all of these goals. Like I'm going to exercise, I'm going to eat healthy, which those things are great to have those goals. But when you focus on a word and you really just let that word kind of, so my word that year was clarity. I made some very big life decisions that year that provide, I had so many different situations where I was like, wow, that was like, so that was amazing. And it provided so much clarity. And so I think when that word is in the back of your mind constantly, it's going to transform your life in a really big way. So, um, yeah, that's my favorite thing to do versus just setting a new year's resolution. I love that. Like yesterday you said that and I thought, wow, this is genius. So it's just a really great way because pretty much for the past 10 years of my life, a new year's resolution is get really healthy and exercise. (laughs) And like you start, I started off really strong and then life happens and, you know, and I didn't stick to it. And so, and changing that mindset by Mm -hmm. having a word of overall, instead of being like, I'm going to be on the Peloton three times a week Mm -hmm. and then I'm going to eat salads for every day for lunch. Like, yeah, that's great. But I think trying to have more of whatever that word is for me. I haven't figured it out yet. Um, And it literally will pop up everywhere. And once you pick your word, you hear that word everywhere and see it everywhere. And you're like, what in the world? It's like when you buy a new car, you start to see that car Car all over the place. Um, But I think that like for you, Lizzie, like your word could be intentional. Like being more intentional about your health is going to provide way better clarity for you and a better roadmap throughout the year versus being like, well, I'm going to get healthy. What, what does that mean? Like just be intentional about working out, whatever that looks like for you. Just be intentional about it. Be intentional about eating healthy, having better habits, just be intentional. And then it doesn't put so much pressure on because mm-hmm. then you're like, oh my God. Okay. Well, at least I hit something that week. Yeah. Like, it, like at least I got on the Peloton that week. It might've mm-hmm. not been the three times. And then, cause like, that's what happens, right? Yeah. Like then you start feeling as a failure. And then when you don't like yeah. that, then you don't do it. You yeah. know? So in case I'm being like, okay, so I made improvements mm-hmm. or I got a little bit or we, yeah, we stepped back, but at least we did this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And an exercise that I've done too, um, with a women's group that I was a part of is to go like a little bit even farther is create a personal mission statement. Mm -hmm. I think finding a word is a lot easier, Mm -hmm. Um, but it all comes down to the same thing. Like what Mm -hmm. are you, what is like your highest value? And then that helps you make all sorts of decisions. Mm -hmm. You wouldn't have been able to, you probably would have made different decisions if like, let's say rich was your word. Mm -hmm. Maybe you wouldn't have chose to quit your job and start your own business, (laughs) but instead you chose clarity. And Mm -hmm. so like that, choose a value that you want to drive you. Mm -hmm. Like, what is something that I want to be behind all of my decisions? Like, 
yeah, I mean, intention your mind, is constantly. a word that you could use, but it mm-hmm. also is describes what your the word, word the should year, be. Yeah, yeah, is your intention. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. I love that. Yeah. All right, what's next? So we got the first three steps down, and then I think this is the fun part. This is the fun part. So now is when you can kind of get creative and build your vision board. And um, we, at our event, we had these cute little pouches um, that had some different stuff in them. But I think that what I did when I created a vision board where it was the most impactful for me is I like made my own and obviously I'm in marketing and love graphic design and whatever. And I like to be creative, but I made my own, like if I had a quote, I made it in a font that I really liked or colors that I really liked instead of um, trying to, like we talked about, like picking a magazine and just trying to fit around that or cutting out random letters that gives you kind of a, the ransom no vibe and magazines are expensive okay, yeah and we're just cutting uh, yeah and uh, no no so what I did is I picked like my favorite things and did it in colors and fonts that I wanted to and it really felt very personal to me and that's actually why you ended up reaching out to me the first time is because I posted a story of my vision board for what 2020 would have been yeah it's like listen to episode six or something yeah I don't yeah yeah it's like one of our first <laughs> yeah yeah we were talking about um like 12, 12 week, week yeah Um, so I really wanted something that made me feel good when I looked at it. And if you're not a creative person and you are going to look at a magazine or, um, Google different images, that's totally fine. Just make sure it's something that makes you feel good. When you look at it, you want it to make you feel uplifted and remind you of, of what your goals are. The other thing is Pinterest has a lot. Oh my gosh. Through that, then you Mm -hmm. inspired us to make vision boards last year. And we, I, cause I'm not very, um, creative when it comes to Canva. (laughs) And so like I was able to take different print. Pinterest images and be like that speaks to me so mm-hmm. but now if it's a quote I'm gonna come to you Alex and oh, yeah. be like so I like this font yeah yeah no I think the the biggest thing is just making sure it's something that resonates with you and um I really liked that at our vision board workshop that everybody's vision board was so different and like the way that everybody laid them out was so different and the purpose behind them was different and I loved that like it was so cool to just see how everybody's brains work so differently mm-hmm. um and I really liked, um, yeah, it was just awesome to kind of see that. And going back to the beginning um, of this podcast, when you were talking about kind of like manifesting, mm-hmm. that's something that's been like near and dear to my heart this week. Mm-hmm. I, I'm, I've Maybe been, it's your word. Man. Man. Yeah, yeah, because I manifested my car keys. I don't know. This is a stupid story, but basically <laughs> I've just been, I listened to a podcast about manifesting. All of a sudden I just started manifesting like crazy. Mm-hmm. And the thing is like asking you shall receive basically, yep. but when it comes to selecting your images and you're talking about like what makes you happy, what gives you energy, when you are selecting images that make you feel a certain way and like are a part of your ideal future and your goals, like you start to give off that vibe. Mm-hmm. So like you elevate yourself just by looking at images. I mean, like there's a reason why there's like art therapy and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. It's like looking at things can affect the way that we feel. Mm-hmm. And so like when you choose things that are in alignment with you and what you want, I feel like it makes it that much easier. Mm-hmm. It's not just like, yeah, you have, you want a Lamborghini. So you have a picture of a Lamborghini. Like mm-hmm. it really is. It does go down to like the fonts and the colors. Mm-hmm. It really, yeah, yeah, I love that. Well, and like I had explained in our workshop, like think literally and laterally. Like the example that I gave was I have like a picture of like a drink cart on mine. It's not because I want that literal drink cart. It's that it symbolizes that I want to host more people in my home. That's a big thing I want to do in 2022 is bring people together and host them. And so when you're making your vision board, you're going to find stuff that's literal, but then also stuff that's going to be more a representation of something that you want to do as well. Um, so 
whatever you do, just make sure it's something that you are going to be happy looking at and then put it somewhere where you're actually going to look at it too. Like I'll give an example of what I did in 2020 is um, in 2019, I started a blog. It was more a creative outlet for me to kind of talk about mom stuff and share different products and stuff like that. And it was called Alexandria McKenzie. And so I put that on my vision board and I didn't know what I wanted that to look like, but I knew I just put it on there. And every day I looked at it and I was like, what the heck, what does this mean? Like, why did I put this on there? Like, why did I choose? And that was what I ended up doing was I started my own marketing company and named it after myself because nobody was going to work harder for me than me. And it meant a lot to have something that was named after myself. Um, and so that was what I manifested was that that was going to turn into something. And now I'm five, six months into it and it's been life changing for me. And so life giving. And, um, I didn't know what it meant at that time in December of 2019, when I put it on there, what it was going to look like. Um, but it's changed my life. And if I didn't put that on there and I wasn't looking at it every day, I don't know if it would have been at the forefront of my mind. And I think just being open about being like, you know, you didn't know exactly what it was meant to be like, but you gave yourself the freedom to kind of choose that, mm-hmm. okay, it's not literally a blog because clearly like that wasn't working. Mm-hmm. So you're like, okay, what else was I trying to do? Like what was mm-hmm. speaking to me? Yeah. And I think that that, I love, you know, the bar cart. It's not literally the bar cart. Why did I put that picture of that office on my thing? It's not because I want a different office. Yeah. It's because I want to feel, you know, powerful in my office. Yeah. Like, yeah, I really like that. I like yeah. that. Yeah. And I think the reason that I had started the blog was because I wanted to reach other people and to provide value. Um, And at my very first job, I learned how important it was to bring value to everything Mm -hmm. that you did. Um, And so I have just carried that throughout the last seven years of my like big girl career life. Um, So I knew that that was at the focus of what I wanted to do. So I knew that that's more what my blog symbolized than the actual blog itself and what I was putting on there. I wanted to reach other people. And when I started to do it, I had people reach out to me that I haven't talked to in years or ever, like people I didn't know. And that were from different states. And I was like, oh my gosh, like this is so impactful. And so I knew that I wanted to bring that into a business as well to provide value, to be impactful and to reach as many people as I could. So that's really what that meant for me. And it was looking at it every day and really deep diving on a quarterly basis onto what I wanted that to look like. So, yeah. Intentional. Intentional. So maybe this is your sign that your word should be intentional. I don't know. Um, so then kind of taking it one, like now that you have your vision board created, you have this beautiful piece that you can't wait to put up in your office, um, or your home or wherever you want it to look. I think the biggest thing that people don't do is they make their vision board and they just don't ever look at it again. They put it in the corner. They don't even put it up. Um, or they just expect it all to come true. Yeah. Without really doing what I call it is taking inspired action. Like how are you going to take action on the goals and the visions that you've put onto this board now that everything's all pretty and pinned down or glued down or whatever you want it to look like? um, How can you take inspired action to achieve those goals? So um, some tips would be looking at your board every day, put it somewhere. If you office from home, keep it in your home office. If you're at your office in a physical office building, put it there. Um, if it's, I have friends who have stuff on their like mirror in the morning and they have a quote and they say that, or an affirmation that they say every morning, wherever you feel like it's going to be the most impactful is where you should keep it. Um, the second tip would be to make sure you have somebody holding you accountable to those goals, whether you share it with a friend or a spouse or a colleague or uh, an accountability coach, just make sure that somebody else knows about it so that they can help hold you accountable too. Um, So you just want to make sure, and like I see mine every day. And so I think about it every day and I look at it every day and I think about the goal. Like I have like the number of clients I wanted to help this year. 
Um, and I've far surpassed that. So every time I look at that, I'm so proud of myself and it helps me like get a really good start into my day. So putting it somewhere where you can see it every day, I think is probably my biggest tip for how you can take inspired action, but also having somebody who can help hold you accountable too. So some things you can think about are what are three actions that you can start working on now to help kind of raise that energy? How can you be accountable? Like who can you get to follow up with you to ensure that you're achieving those goals Um, and talking yourself through your boards that you know what it's showing you and you can know that you're feeling that 10 out of 10 feeling. And one thing I love about that, like taking three actions, like it can seem really, you know, like when you put the picture of like the fit person on your vision board you're like okay well I guess I have to do the peloton three times a day and eat salad every day it's like or you could just say like you could kind of list out like a small goal that takes less than 10 minutes and then like your really big crazy goal like do the peloton three times a week um like your small goal could be I'm gonna buy a water bottle Mm -hmm. or I'm gonna buy a lunchbox to bring to you know to bring my own lunch yeah yeah So you can like break it down into, you know, little steps first to Mm -hmm. kind of like give you that energy of like, okay, yes, I am doing something intentional towards achieving this. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And another thing that we had shared at the workshop is maybe it's going to be helpful for you to section out your vision board into those different areas of your life that you want to focus on. Let's say your big three for the year are your health, um, your business and your relationships. Well, then section off your vision board into those three parts so you can kind of look at those on a I mean I like to arrange mine in an aesthetically looking way yeah, so it's kind of just like kind of all over the place and wherever stuff fits but um, some people find a lot of that help like it's helpful for them to section it off into those different kind of areas that you're looking at but well this was amazing Alex thank you so much thank you for having me and I can't wait we'll have to do um, another episode in like six months or yeah. in the first quarter to just talk about like where are we now? Mm-hmm. Check in with our guests from the vision board workshop and see where they are now. Oh, yeah, that would be fun. That yeah. would be fun to do that. And I think a lot of people like we've talked about, like you set these, you feel like you have to set these lofty goals. And we had a lot of conversations like that at our workshop um, that people feel like they set goals that they think they have to, that they don't actually want to achieve. Stop doing that. Set the goals that you want to achieve. Be around the people you want to be around. Do the things you want to do. Don't do stuff that you feel like you should be doing. That's why it's important to take time to kind of work through what you actually want and where you're at and doing that reflecting on yourself before you do make those goals for the year. So, Authenticity. Yes. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Thank you, Alex. Thank you. Thank you, ladies.